Welcome to the USA Hockey Magazine podcast with your host, editor of USA Hockey Magazine, Harry Thompson. Welcome to another special edition of USA Hockey Magazine's podcast. Today we are trying something a little different by hosting the three finalists of the 2021 Patty Kazmaier Memorial Award. The three finalists were announced last week and the winner will be announced this Saturday, March 27th as part of a special broadcast on the NHL Network starting at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Introduce the first of the three finalists who we'll be talking to today. Uh, first is Aaron Frankel, a senior goaltender at Northeastern University. Next is Daryl Watts, a senior forward at the University of Wisconsin. And the last, but not least, is Grace Sumwinkle, who is a senior forward at the University of Minnesota. To all of you, thanks so much for taking the time today. I really appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Thank you. So let's start. Um, first off, I guess, to the victor goes the spoils, and we'll start with Daryl, who scored the overtime winner the other night for the University of Wisconsin Badgers, winning another national title. Can you just talk a little bit about what it's like to be a finalist for this year's uh, Patty Kazmaier Award? It's an honor for sure. Um, the Patty Kazmaier Award. It represents Patty Kazmaier, who's a legend and a trailblazer for the sport of women's hockey. So, you know, to receive an award in her name is such an honor and really special. And then, um, you know, just to be recognized for an award that also represents the best player in college hockey is really exciting. And um, like I said, it's just an honor to be nominated. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, next, I'd like to ask uh, Aaron Frankel, who, who backstopped the Northeastern Huskies to the NCAA title game this year. Aaron, what does it mean to, to you to be in the, in the final three in this uh, prestigious group? Yeah, I think Daryl basically said it all, but it's just such an honor to be in the conversation for the award. Um, Patty Kazmaier is obviously such a trailblazer, like Daryl said, and encompasses so many values that every women's hockey player um, can only hope to encompass. And I think just being in the conversation is obviously such an honor and um, says so much about um, the strength of the players. Um, and I think it's just such an honor, like Daryl said. No question. And Grace, how does how does this honor and being, being in this final three, how does this cap off what has been a special uh, season for you and a special career at the University of Minnesota? Yeah, I think both of them hit it pretty spot on. Um, especially given this past season and not even Turner Fever being able to play. I think um, it's super special to be in contention for the award. Um, outside of hockey, it symbolizes so much more. So like the other two mentioned, it's such a huge honor to be up for it. Absolutely. So, Daryl, you won this award as a freshman at uh, Boston College. Uh, winning it again this year would make you only the second athlete uh, to earn the Kazmaier Award twice. Uh, what would that mean to you, and, and what would you think that would, uh, how would that sum up uh, what has been uh, such a great college career for yourself? Um, I think, yeah, like you said, it would be um, really cool. It would be such an honor. Um, yeah, I mean, Grace and Aaron, they're both such great players. Um, it's just an honor to be nominated with both of them, and... You know, I, I have a feeling that Aaron's probably going to win. Um, so, yeah, I mean, whoever wins, I'll be so happy for them. Um, yeah. 
What, what was it like winning it as a freshman? I mean, uh, that's that's quite a, that's quite an accomplishment in itself. Yeah, it was, you know, I've said this word a few times already, but it was such an honor and um, and it was special to kind of be the first freshman or underclassman to win it. That was something that was really cool. Um, and yeah. Okay, cool. Um, hey Grace, you were tied for uh, for first in the in the NCAA this year in goals. Uh, can you just talk a little bit about how your game has grown over the course of your time at the U? Yeah, I think ever since a freshman, my coaches have really like instilled becoming an overall two hundred foot game, um, which is something that like I've tried to work on over my four years. Um, but then continuing to focus on like getting closer into the net. As, like, the stats don't lie, more goals um, are score when you're in tighter to the net. So continuing to work on getting in tighter there. Absolutely. And, uh, Aaron, prior to your time at Northeastern, uh, you backstopped uh, Shattuck St. Mary's to three consecutive USA Hockey National Championship titles, one as a 16U and two as a 19U. Reflecting back at not only playing on such great Shattuck teams but also playing in so many big games, uh, how do you think that prepared you to compete at the next level? Yeah, I think it prepared me um, really well. I think I have like a lot of experience playing in um, some of those championship games, like you said, at Shattuck, and I had such a strong team there, and I was able to get on the ice with those girls every day and practice, and those girls have gone on to be some of the best um, players in the NCAA, so I definitely grew a lot as a player at Shattuck and um, being able to practice and um, take shots from some of those best players. And I think I got some experience in the bigger games because of how much success that team was having. And I think I carried it with me into college. And obviously it's a little bit of a bigger stage, but it's kind of a similar feeling to be playing for a championship. Absolutely. And, and while I have you, Grace Grace mentioned this a little bit before, but could you sum up what, what it was like last year, what a challenging season it was like? And how did you personally uh, and your teammates, how did, how did you uh, – rebound from that disappointment of last year with everything being canceled yeah I think we're all a little bit disappointed about how last year had to end um but I think it just made us hungrier for this year I think every team that was given the opportunity to play this year came back super motivated and kind of with um some unfinished business to take care of and I think um I think that showed I think a lot of teams had really strong seasons and some teams even surprised us with um how competitive they were this year and I think that um getting the opportunity to play in the NCAA championship this year was so amazing for so many teams. And I think um, we're all just grateful for the opportunity to play because, you know, the Ivy league uh, teams didn't play this year. Um, so yeah, it's just great that we were given the opportunity and that the NCAA tournament was able to happen. And I think um, it was definitely a little bit of a different season. We had some adversity along the way, but I'm just so fortunate that we were able to conclude the season this year and have the tournament and the champion. No question. No question. Hey, Daryl, you had the opportunity to play with both Katie King at Boston College and with Mark Johnson with the Badgers. Can you describe their coaching styles and how do you think each of them helped develop you as a player? You know, I couldn't say enough about Mark Johnson and the coaching staff here at Wisconsin. Mark's coaching style, he's very level-headed. His temperament is always the same. And I think a great example of that is going into the overtime period. On Saturday for the national championship, his demeanor was the same as, you know, it was in every single game, you know. Um, So that kind of just kept us calm. And um, beyond that, you know, he's such a great coach. He's a legend. But then kind of away from the rink, he's such a great person. He's so kind. 
Um, and something that I really admire from him is, or about him, is how humble he is. He's achieved so much in hockey, you know, with the Miracle on Ice and then a long career in the NHL. And then, you know, now he's got six titles here at Wisconsin. So, you know, he's got a, a lot to talk about, but he rarely ever um, talks about his accomplishments. So he, he just couldn't be a better uh, role model for all of us. Absolutely. Well, as I mentioned at the beginning, uh, the winner of the 2021 Patty Kazmaier Award will be announced uh, 2 p.m. Uh, this Saturday uh, on the NHL Network. Uh, starting with Grace, I was wondering if, uh, for each of you, do you have any special plans where you're going to watch the announcement and who you'll be with? Well, actually, Aaron and I will probably be at camp. From what I understood, we will not be together as like COVID's pretty strict up there at camp, but... Um, I guess we will figure out a time between the camp schedule, so kind of just working around that. But if I if we were not at camp, I'd probably be spending it with my family. Absolutely, and well, we know about Aaron. So, how about you, Daryl? Where will you be watching um, the the NHL Network on Saturday? I think I'll be at the rink. I'll be at Lebon, uh, hopefully with my teammates or you know by myself, whatever. That's fantastic. Um, you know what, and it, just a couple more things I just wanted to ask you about. Each of you is not only an outstanding hockey player and a, and a great student, but you also have given so much of your time out in the community. Um, starting with starting with Aaron, can you just talk a little bit about some of the uh, the causes that you've been involved with and how, how challenging has that been for you to to juggle being a student, being a, uh, you know, being a hockey player, and then still giving back to your, your local community. Yeah, I mean, like you said, it's, it's a lot to be a student athlete, and um, you really got to manage your time. But I think I have a lot of free time in summers um, to give back, and I think that's normally when I, when I do the most, um, whether it's volunteering around rinks and helping out um, the younger generation of girls. Who are, who are looking to play college hockey, and I think it means so much to them to have um, NCAA players on the ice with them and helping them get better. I think it goes a long way. So, um, yeah, most summers I'm, I'm at the rink volunteering my time with uh, my youth program and another youth program that's um, in New Jersey, and I just like to get on the ice with those girls. It's super fun, and it means so much to them. So it's like a little bit I can do to go a long way for them. Absolutely. Well, Grace, you also volunteer for uh, with coaching youth hockey, but you also do work with uh, uh, fe- feeding the children and also Special Olympics Minnesota. Uh, can you just talk a little bit about what that means to you on a personal level to 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 give back in your community? Yeah, I think ever since I was younger, like I've seen the firsthand the impact of like having role models and stuff. So I try to emulate that for younger kids especially since it had such a powerful impact on myself but then in terms of like be my serving children and other things outside of hockey um, I've done it from such a young age um, attending a Catholic elementary school so it's just something I've been raised up and it's something I continue to enjoy to do. Absolutely and Daryl you've been involved in in numerous things uh, involving local food banks shoveling shoveling driveways for elderly neighbors and sponsoring a child through Save the Children. Uh, what does it mean to you to, to give back on those levels? Yeah, um, kind of like Grayson, Aaron already said, um, it's something that's kind of, it, it's been instilled in me from a young age. Uh, both my parents, they're very charitable and um, giving back to the community is really important to them. So I share those same values with them. Um, and then, you know, with COVID, it's, 
it's kind of been tough to volunteer the past year. Um, so, you know, I sponsored a child. Yeah, so, uh, like I said, because of COVID, it's been tough to, you know, volunteer and kind of work within the community. So, I, yeah, I sponsored a child and very proud to do that and just try to, you know, do what I can. No, that's all. That is so awesome. And then finally, just to each of you, um, I wondered if you could just talk a little bit about what comes next in your your academic and your athletic careers. Um, you know, what does uh, what does the rest of this year? I mean, I know that uh, you're going to be at some camps and things, but what does what does the the future look like, or what are you, some of your future uh, goals? Uh, start with uh, Grace. What do, what are you hoping to do moving forward? Well, I will graduate. Um... This, I guess, in a few weeks. Um, but then hopefully it would be in contention for the 2022 Olympic team. So I guess we'll see how the next few camps turn out. But I guess, like, that's the ultimate goal moving forward. Absolutely. And, and, and Aaron, you're going to be at that same camp this summer. What what's Is that part of your, your plans moving forward? Yeah, um, I have. I'm going to probably use my eligibility for, for next year if I'm not chosen um, to be on that roster, but obviously with the camps moving forward, I'm going to focus on that stuff and hopefully um, I do get centralized, but if not, I do plan on using my um, extra year of eligibility to return to Northeastern and um, academically I'm graduating as well as Grace um, in May from Northeastern. And um, I plan to maybe do a one-year grad program and kind of see what, where that leads me. But um, I've been thinking about law school a little bit, but I'm not entirely set on that, but um, it's kind of up in the air. I'm going to see um, where this summer takes me and then ultimately make up my mind next year. And Daryl, what's uh, what's the future looking like for you? Oh uh, yeah. Kind of like uh, Grace and Aaron already mentioned, I aspire to be an Olympian. So, you know, hopefully I'll be centralized and I can compete to make that roster. Um and then with school, I also plan on returning to Wisconsin to use my extra year of eligibility. Um, and then I'm still deciding right now if I'm going to extend my undergraduate degree or if I'm going to uh, complete a graduate program during my fifth year. Oh, that's fantastic. So could possibly see a, 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 a repeat of uh, the other night's uh, national championship game uh, that would be exciting. Well, you know, I just want to thank the three of you again for taking the time and uh, and sharing some of your thoughts. Uh, you know, three of the very best women players and best hockey players, I should say, in in the, in the world and uh, doing so much for your school and your community. So thanks so much for taking the time and the best of luck to all three of you come uh, Saturday afternoon. Thank you. Thank you so thank much. Thank you. Thank you. All right, and thanks, everybody, for listening to another special USA Hockey Magazine podcast. This has been the USA Hockey Magazine podcast, produced by Norman Hayward and brought to you by USA Hockey Magazine.